Two gays watch Drag Race. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Two Gays Watch Drag Race. I'm Zachary Landolt. And I'm Aaron Holman. Today, we're recapping RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13, Episode 6, Disco Mentory. But before we dive into the episode, we like to take a second to check in with each other. As we all know, contestants on RuPaul's Drag Race are ranked every week as being either in the top, safe, or in the bottom. Now, Aaron, emotionally, this week, were you in the top? Were you safe or were you a bottom bitch? <laughs> I'm going to keep it pretty simple. Keep it cute on mute for the kids out there. But uh, I was in the bottom this week. Bo- Even though, bottom? yeah, I was just a big old bottom. Uh, I was, um, we had to get those waters 100% clear. <laughs> Need some highly hydrates. Yeah, some highly hydrates. Uh, no. The big highlight of the week was I started counseling therapy for myself again. Um, And it, you know, I had a wonderful first session and I can't wait to do that again. Uh, The rest of the week was a little bit of a wash. I did fall under the weather quite bad, (laughs) but I'm back and skinnier than ever, I guess. (laughs) Skinny legend. (laughs) That's the only like um, silver lining of having a stomach sickness is you always like, Mm -hmm. well, I mean, at least I like lost. (laughs) I mean, I guess it's time to take a selfie. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Zach? I remember losing like 10 pounds once in like a weekend and we like, wow, like 10 pounds thinner. Like, I mean, it was all like water weight. It like came right back up. It's not a healthy weight loss. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, hasn't stopped the gay community before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some people we know. <laughs> oh my God. I was about to make a horrible joke. We're just going to move on. Zach, I think I how are did. you feeling this week? <laughs> oh my feeling. Uh, I would say a save. I won't put myself in the bottom. I respect to you. Now I was in the bottom. Um, I think you know what it is. Uh, come on, gay singles. When and I fall for this every fucking year, but every time it's right before Valentine's Day, the like Valentine's Day saddies come in, and I always want to be like, who fucking cares? It's Valentine's Day. Like it doesn't matter, especially in COVID times. Does it really? matter but it still like bubbled up like you're alone you don't have a date blah 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 even though it's one day it's one day where like what like it, 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 people go oh look I'm in a couple I, I'm so in love but I also think that Valentine's Day can be about just expressing love for people you have love for so I'm yeah. just focusing it on like my friends that I care about my because like, honestly um, I've been like I've been single more than I've been in a relationship like in my life so mm-hmm. I kind of carry more love for my friends honestly than I think of for like partners especially because you know like I come from a more like conservative family other than like my sister who is very liberal so like I've kind of had to make like a chosen family for just mental health reasons so I'm just focusing on that but I am safe I'm safe. I'm fine. But it's solid safe. I wish we could say that for Miss Tamisha Iman. But we're going to get to that, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, yeah, so we are covering Discomentary. There wasn't a ton of stuff to talk about at the top, but there was the aftermath of the whole Tamisha Candy fight. Um, which This is something I'm hearing a little bit about online. Mm, Yes. Um... Is Candy Muse, and this is just an opinion I'm asking for, (laughs) is Candy Muse producing drama to get more airtime? I don't feel that. Well, I don't feel like, okay, here's the thing. Um, Other contestants in the past, I'm not going to name names because I don't want to start whatever, Um, but there have been past contestants where I have felt like they were creating drama out of actually nothing for Mm. the cameras i feel like all the drama that's happening with candy is actually like real like it doesn't feel fake to me i would say she is very much a reactionary 
And she even even stated that this week. And actually, you know what I what I loved about this episode mm-hmm. is I feel like after the last episode, there was a lot of opinions from a lot of people that were fans of this TV show. And they, as we know, got very toxic and very inappropriate in some cases. And this episode, I, if I could just say one thing to the, the fans, the toxic fans of Drag Race, wait for the next episode to like flip out because think about this how many times have you had like a huge argument with someone but then you make up like a few days later and it's like nothing ever happened and it's like yes these girls had a huge fight but it, it, it was a moment it was a, a bad moment and like yeah this this episode was so much about like healing and understanding like empathy i would say like the the theme of this week's episode was empathy and i just 100%. wish fans would have more empathy for these queens like they're in a high especially this season a very high stress situation yeah. they had My to quarantine God. just to go to the show you just know to let alone getting prepared in a pandemic for yeah. the show, you know, uh, all the resources limited. You can't run around having a million people help you get ready no. for this season, unlike any other, honestly. But I agree with what you're saying. This week, we got to have some real moments with the queens where mm-hmm. they sort of revealed themselves a little bit more in the workroom. And I found it very humanizing. And yeah. like you said, empathetic for sure. Well, for me, like, I'll be honest, I've been sort of on the fence with Candy so far. Like, I loved her the first week, and I just haven't, like, really um, clicked with her as much as I did that first week since. And I think it was because I was just seeing just, like, the bad bitch that she was, like, putting up, which is, like, great. Like, you don't have to just be walking around as, like, an open heart all the time. It's kind of exhausting. But it was nice to see her um explain her emotional cues a little bit and just understand like I think we can all understand like being bullied feeling uh you know like we have to put on a hard exterior uh because I can remember times in my life where I like joked a little too like nasty with people because it was absolutely a defense mechanism so you know I I I think it I did fall in love with candy a lot more this week than i have the past few weeks um yeah so to me it was a good episode in that regard i would say i completely agree uh definitely the most humanizing episode for candy to date for me yes and um it could it could be a nice turning point for her and like you were saying word to the wise Let's see how the girls handle their own argument before we go ham on the internet, ladies and gentlemen. And how dare anybody bring anybody's parents into it? Oh, that's insane. You know, if you know, you know. But like, you know, this it's ridiculous. If you don't know, someone threatened um, Candy Muse's mom. Like, oh, my God. Unbelievable to to go through the effort of like finding her and then messaging her death threats. Are you out of your ever loving people and it's like what thing what makes you think you have the right like you don't have the right like you don't have the information you you think you know because of what they showed you in like 30 minutes of an untalked episode like it's just it's so frustrating because then i hear people say like ugh, it makes me want to stop watching drag race and i'm like well no like it's I want to say the show's not the problem because the show definitely has like things it could still work on. But I also think it's up to like a viewer to be a, 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 a yeah, an, uh good audience member. Yeah, like a, an adult. <laughs> I don't even know. How about an adult? Yeah. Yeah. Well, one last question yes. for you, my co hosts on this show. So after last week, who, if you had to like put money, who do you think is like making it to the finale at this point, based on everything we've seen um, to this point? Simone. Okay, <laughs> it's yes. Simone. Um, Simone's there. Probably She's Simone. I'm gonna also say Lawrence Cheney. <laughs> no, wrong. wrong <laughs> Anyways, sorry, sorry. What? No, no, no. Uh, Simone. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I'm loving Miss Olivia Lux. I think she's yeah. really starting to turn it and come into yeah. her own. Um, I would have said Tamisha Iman, but uh, we'll see how things fall. And then I guess like my other ones, it's, it's going to be candy. And I'm going to tell you, it's because I, I feel it coming. I feel... I feel that storyline. She is in my there. list. As, as we, my original list, it was 
It was Candy, Simone, Olivia Lux, and I think I had Utica. No, I had Gottmik on there, I think. Yeah. Which I think is still, yeah, about about right. And now that's a comparison that I also keep seeing be made. And mm. it's like, I don't know why it's necessarily a bad comparison the way people are drawing it online, but people mm-hmm. are saying Got Mick is the Aquaria of this season. And that's because of like, you know, Got Mick has their own twist that they put on everything. Yeah. Um, you know when it's Got Mick coming to the runway. But it's like in my mind, Aquaria won. And Aquaria won hands down. So it's like, are people betting on Got Mick? I don't got Mick. Um, I I like Got Mick. I wouldn't I I understand the comparison to Aquaria. I really do. I don't personally feel like Got Mick is as uh well-rounded a performer as Aquaria was. Like I agree. Like I I mean it's still early, so you know, I still am like I'm basing her acting skills off of one challenge. So like Maybe she'll surprise me in Snatch Game. Maybe you know. See, she I'm makes thinking it about. Way. I'm thinking about Got Mick. We've had two challenges where they've danced so far, and no offense, but oh, I have thoughts. I thought that there could have been critiques given to I Got thought Mick there about could have been footage of her dancing. T. I'm sorry, because let me tell you, so I watched the episode, not to skip ahead, but whatever, you know, we can do whatever we want. Um, if you're here, you better have already watched you, the You've watched it, you've watched it. <laughs> and the dance um, thing, when I watched it the first time, I remember thinking, oh, I feel like I didn't even see Gottmik dance, but I was like, you know, it was late, like I thought, oh, you probably just didn't notice. And I always watch twice before we do this anyway, so I was like, I'll just rewatch it tomorrow. Rewatch it the second time, and they very much cut away from when like you can tell when she probably danced and granted it didn't look like she was doing I would say worse than Candy like I think her face was at least like faking it till she made it kind of thing but it was like it it felt like uh uh, careful editing but I I don't I mean there's there's a lot coming on because then also she had the like the backstage message this week so maybe they didn't want to put her in the bottom so that she could go backstage and have her moment front talked like and maybe she honestly wasn't bad enough to be in the bottom but when you cut out someone's footage it feels like shenanigans because you Mm -hmm. go like what are you not showing us what's Mm -hmm. what's what's going on here so Mm -hmm. I don't know it just yeah all that being said the queens compete in a mini challenge where they must design a look out of different wallpapers. And the winning group is Tamisha Amon and Elliot with two T's. They end up winning a 2500 gift certificate to Spoonflower. They also learn that the groupings from the mini challenge will be the same for the maxi challenge. Mm-hmm. Very, very much fun. What oh. did you think of the mini challenge? Uh... Wallpaper, and then it was like the person describing it, you know, the yeah, Joan was, Rivers moment. Yeah, it was fine. It was, it was, it was fine, you know. Um, I, I, I find it ironic that Tamisha and Elliot won because I guess the garment was okay, but Elliot's like, I mean, I guess it wasn't about the wig in the face, but it just looked like just a mess. Well, you know, it was so funny about that look that they put on. <laughs> uh, it was the exact same silhouette that we've seen from Elliot the oh, whole time. Definitely. You know, like it was an 80s inspired business sort of suit dress. And I was like, wow, did she bring that? Did she bring that? Is that her, is that her suitcase? Was yeah. that her final four dress? <laughs> oh, God. Well, that's, yeah. Um, with these mini challenges, I, I, I stopped guessing who i think is going to win them because that they have win who they want to have win i don't i don't think it's ever usually even based on what we've seen it's been so long since a mini challenge has meant anything meant anything like 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 i thought it was going to be like oh and the winner gets to make the groups like i thought you know it's gonna be that but they're like but they was like oh and by the way uh your groups from the mini challenge will be the groups of the maxi challenge so it kind of makes it feel like what are we doing? Like, yeah, what's the whole point of, I mean, remember when it used to be a big deal to win a mini anime? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, mini anime. I mean, but... I guess, a mini anime. I guess you get money and a certificate, so that's fun. But, like, you know. I mean, let's be honest. 
these mini challenges a lot of times lately are just glorified like paid promotions like go to spoonflower.com that's spoonflower.com you know it's very that um this is vh1 rupaul's drag race like they got they got ads (laughs) to sell honey so that's why it was it was it was a glorified (laughs) ad it was a glorified ad i i completely agree uh that being said I really, 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 really wish that we would see some more, I don't know, some mini challenges that mix it up again. This is this is the spot where I think that the show is missing an opportunity to try those new things. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, I'm going to go back to it every time, but I'm thinking of like Morgan McMichaels selling pies on the street. And yeah. it just fills me with glee. I know they can't do that again, but it's like, right. you have some other ideas for mini challenges. Um, not please these, do like, them. Yeah, not these like fever dreams that make us watch. Like, you'll be dressing up as babies and being a sexy baby. Like, that was so I weird. I can't. That was my least favorite of the whole season I don't so like far. babies. I, no. Get that baby out of the work <laughs> Who let Eureka in? Oh, oh, baby. All right. And our maxi challenge is a dance rusical. It's not a rusical, though. That's well, it's a weird. Yeah, I don't I didn't know what to call it. Like, I was like, I guess the maxi it's a dance challenge rusical? is a disco mentory, which chronicles the era of disco. The but it's essentially groups, a rusical, like you know, it's different. Like, but mm, the mm, reason mm, that mm, they mm, didn't mm. call it a rusical and no. it is because there was no expectation of lip syncing. Sure, they were told yeah, yeah, don't lip sync, and that's the difference. I mean, and then, you know what? I refuse to call it a discomentary, so I didn't know what to call it. So I called it a dance rusical. <laughs> yeah. How about I a mean, dance review? A review. <laughs> I didn't write this shit. Gotta say, um, off, well, uh, how about you tell about the, the groups and the, and the themes? So the first, groups and, and their themes up. are: we have Got Mick, Candy Muse, Tina Burner, aka the Mean Girls. The I Mean suppose. Girls. Uh, and theirs is the birth of disco. Mm. Then we have Elliot with. Oh God, I have a joke I want to say. Oh, too. I know what I you want to say. Don't say literally it. can't. No, don't say yes. it. Yes. <laughs> Elliot with two T's and Tamisha Iman in disco and sex. Yes. Olivia Lux and Utica Queen in Studio 54. Janali and Rose, yet again, in disco again. fashion. Lala yeah. Ree and Simone in disco sucks. Yeah. Uh yeah, well, what do you think about the groups? Like I thought, uh, it, it, I'm not I, surprised by any of them. They all look like pretty correct groups. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. Like you think that they would want to break up the Mean Girls, and like, like it's just like, <sighs> I think that, like I said, I think that they're really trying to produce. I mean, how long has it been since we've had a group of people call themselves anything? I don't even think they're really a group because if you notice when like when they were like the mean girls like let's put all our hands on you see God make like rolling rolling their eyes at it like like oh ha 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 like like I feel I like it was probably prompted by producers that moment they probably said it offhand once at the mirror like he 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 they were like that's funny you should say that 10 more times you should go uh-huh. to the confessional so we can record it and use one of them <laughs> exactly Mm-hmm. Like I, um, some of these groups, I, like I liked Lala and Simone together. I thought that was going to be fun, but like Denali and Rose, I'm almost like you're either setting them up to win without any trouble, or they're going to be great because they're both dancers and they're not going to win because it doesn't fit your narrative and it's going to look like shenanigans. And and that's honestly what kind of happened for me. Um, like I thought, dance wise, they were one of the strongest. Um, Denali and Rosé, I mean, it looks like they're pushing those two queens to be best of friends. Um, Did you see the pro video of them dancing um, after that? That was great. That was really, was pretty phenomenal. Uh, And even last night, I was just on Instagram randomly, and Mm -hmm. Rosé and Denali were live with one another. So obviously, the the friendship there is very real. That's sweet. Um, and you know, I love me some dancing queens. Those two, oh, I love a dance. I love a shablam. <laughs> oh, they're both killers. I, I mean, I still don't know. I love how every time I predict the finale, I'm for some reason not saying Denali, even though like I think she's kind of a silent killer. Like I think she could very much end up in the finale. 
Um, or Rose, but, I mean, it's just funny. Like, I just don't know. I just, I don't hasn't Janali already lip synced twice? But yeah, oh my God. Like, you know, give me a break. It, I know. I don't think I it know. always means anything. I think sometimes um, it can actually be a, uh, like, something that helps you because Cameron look, Michaels. It doesn't happen very often. Let's, let's but not, it can. Let's not compare her to Cameron Michaels. Um, well, I'm <laughs> sorry. Did Cameron not lip sync four times and make it to the end? Well, but here's the thing. Um, I didn't particularly agree with all the wins that Cameron got because to me, Cameron was like great twice. And then I was like, I've seen all this. I've seen all these strikes. Whereas Denali, like, I think has so much more serving, so much more face than Cameron Michaels did. And I just just like, I like the way that Denali moves. Like, I I don't know, really into it. Um, Mm -hmm. The thing with Denali, I think the only thing that's standing in Denali's way is Denali's fashion. Because sometimes her looks are great, um, and sometimes you're just like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know. It's, it's going to depend on how, I guess, the next few weeks go. But I think she could mm-hmm. get there. I think she solidly could get there. Because I do think you. the only person I think that could like beat her in a lip sync would be, like, maybe Simone with the right song, maybe... I don't know. Yeah, La Ri with the right song. Maybe I also could see Denali like beating La Ri. So I don't know. We're, we're we're rooting for her. Um, but so we go into the rehearsal time for the challenge, and of course they're trying to show us everyone that's struggling. Um, what did you think about this hula hoop? Um, ography that they gave Elliot and, and Tamisha. I noticed very quickly that they were like, everyone gets a prop. And uh-huh. I just, it further confused, in my mind, it further confused the challenge. Um, and I know I wasn't the only person that whenever we got to it all, we're like, wait, and they're not lip syncing. This is all very confusing. Um, I didn't like it, personally. Yeah. I was like, I don't re besides the motion. Would they really have had hula hoops at Studio Fifty Four? Let me tell you, as someone who loves disco, like I, I was a weird kid and I loved disco when I was a child. Like, talk about an early sign of like me being very gay. But I <laughs> loved disco music and I watched a lot of um, footage of dance in the disco era. Never saw any hula hoops. I'll say I saw fabric sometimes when they were like whipping the fabric around. Like I did see that sometimes, but I didn't see no hula hoops and it just, so yeah, we also, okay. So we also find out about like Tamisha um, having an ostomy bag on her, which was like a huge, like, Oh, holy shit. Like, Oh my Yet God. Another, uh, another point in the column of she's legendary rupaul would never do the show if he had an ostomy bag and he sits down behind that desk and just judges gets the makeup done i've been told Uh, the look is only from the waist up when she's sitting behind the uh yeah the yeah yeah and tamisha iman's up on stage giving it her all she literally survived cancer she was replaced on the previous season she came in Oh, no. full package. Well, they say she later is like, a legend. Well, they say later, RuPaul says, I don't know. Do, do we judge her the same way we're judging the other queens? And I said, no. No. You don't, actually. And I'm sorry. I know people say, no, that's not fair because you have to treat everyone the same. Like, okay, well, let's, let's play that game. Okay. I didn't think she was bad in the challenge, to be totally honest with you. Like, w- uh, was she off a couple of times? Like, okay, sure. I, I see what you're saying. But she like held it together. She performed the damn thing. And I think there were some other people that could have been in that bottom's plot that were not Tamisha. And it just felt like, I don't know if maybe they were just feeling like this is too much, just too much for her. But you know what? Let that be a decision for her to make. Like she came here and she came here to compete. Um, and I just, I just, I don't know. It just feels like bullshit is what it feels like honestly with everything she's like it it felt like it felt like they made the decision to get rid of her based on extenuating circumstances you know so it's crazy that rupaul would even say something like do we judge her the same when it's like you're already not judging her the same you're just doing it in the wrong way she literally wasn't asking for any sort of concession she didn't even tell anyone she didn't even tell anyone about and and actually it even like made certain things that i've had like 
slight um critiques about make total sense like i'm like oh i wish um i wish it was more fitted at the waist or like oh i wish there wasn't so much extra um fabric around like the midsection now i'm like oh it's because you know she couldn't just like corset the fuck out of her. She's look doing because, her like, goddamn best. Um, yeah, and yeah, then I... her her best was so great. And I think honestly, and I, I think in a in a great way. Um, but I remember um, uh, Kara said this. She was like, I think they they underestimated how much people would fall in love with Tamisha, and if she didn't stick around longer, were people going to be upset? And we're kind of seeing the effects of that now. As but, it is, but in a way I mean, that's I don't great. know. I don't know if you've seen this. Um, it's on Bob the Drag Queen's uh, mm. Insta and a couple other people's. But mm-hmm. I am ordering Tamisha Iman's shoes. She has patent oh God, leather yeah. high tops. I'm going to buy them. They're only 65 bucks right now. Getting me a pair. No, they're I pretty, want them. Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty amazing. Yeah, I was like, I I've never lo- seen that for merch. I've never seen a queen come up with shoes. <laughs> right. I love yeah, I was. I'm. I'm. I. I love that people at least like fell in love with Tamisha. Um, I don't think she was overlooked by the fans. It's just unfortunate that. Well, we'll get into the rest of it later. But yeah, it's just like it. I didn't like that they were going out of their way to be like, "Oop, she's weak. Look, she's weak." I'm like, "Fuck you!" Oh my god! She's like, good she's Lord. stronger than anyone who's ever been on the show. It just feels disrespectful, especially for like. And, also, and I know this, it's supposed to come in, it's a clean slate for everybody, but she is a drag legend. Like, how dare you? Like, how yeah. dare you? Especially considering we've, drag. We've talked about this before, and I'll reiterate it here. Mm. Drag Race has gotten to the point where we've had so many seasons. We've, we've brought on so many girls yeah. that the only ones left are really kind of established queens or brand new. Yeah. And those established queens, unfortunately, get the short end of the stick when they pop on Drag Race, in I my opinion. So, too. You know, yeah, like it does a little more harm than it does good if you're not, I don't know, at your prime. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now, all that there's. Said. Yeah, what do you think about Utica and Olivia matching up? Uh, I know a big thing that was talked about this week was Utica being outshined by Olivia. Do you agree? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, this was a moment, like, I feel like this happens every season where there's a contestant that's sort of been flying under the radar, but then they just get a challenge that matches perfectly with their skill set, with, like, the drag they've brought for that challenge, and that was Olivia this week. She just had, like, I think the best look of any of the queens for the perform like her performance. She look. literally looked like she was in Studio Fifty Four. I'm again. I'm like her dancing in the challenge is still I think one of my favorite things that I've seen on the season so far. As again, I'm a disco like nerd from way back, and she just looked like a like a superhero, like a like a disco superhero, and and Utica, unfortunately. I looked like agree. Florence in the machine. <laughs> I can't even. She did. I can't even. Yeah. She was um, having fun, but it wasn't disco, yeah. was it? Well, now my other favorite thing in the episode was Lala Ree's talking head when she's like, like dying laughing. She's like, she's like, honey, Utica and this piece of fabric. Utica and this piece of fabric, girl. She's getting defeated. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it was a hateful pairing to put. But also, I think in the final challenge, though, she, she was fine. She got through it. But I do agree with the critiques when they said that she needs to stop making, making fun of everything. Yeah, like, because I, I didn't agree with what they said about her modeling um, for the ball, for the bag ball. That I was like, I don't agree. But I did agree in the performance this week that's like, girl, like, you're actually like, I feel like you're advertising that you're kooky rather than just like letting whatever kookiness comes out comes out. But like, mm. you should still be performing it like you're doing it for real. Like, I feel like she was like making fun of it before anyone could make fun of her for not being like great at it. And so mm. I hope that she'll ease back a little bit because um, mm. you can tell that they were not feeling that because well because also RuPaul hates. Um, inauthenticity. She like mm-hmm. she hates a queen to be producing something. Like she mm. just so I I think she wants her to relax and like you know be yourself. Those are some fair points. I I hadn't been able to see it quite like that. Uh, but that makes a lot of sense. The challenge that you're being asked to do is interpret 
the challenge through yeah. your filter. And right. that's kind of the part that Utica didn't necessarily fulfill. She wasn't. I guess she thought too she much was disco. maybe. Maybe she's like, oh yeah, so I'm kooky, so I'll do disco, but kooky. It's like, well, but she was. You so should have done disco. <laughs> you know, disco, do disco. You're gonna be kooky. You're you're you. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like, God, no. mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, what did you think? So we finally get to the performance. What were your thoughts on the performances and the challenge? Let's see. Um, you know. Like I'm going to stick with some of my positives. I thought yeah, Denali yeah. and Rosé slayed it together. Mm-hmm. As always, those two are very well matched. And yes. I liked them as a duo. Um, Olivia Lux, what a firecracker. Um, what a joy. And Elliot with two T's is wearing a wig by Tamisha Iman. So I just need to point that out. Yeah, it's my favorite wig that I've seen Elliot wear, and I just need everyone to know that it was Tamisha's wig. My God, yeah. My thing, (laughs) I just didn't. Other than like, yeah, like a couple things I liked. Um, I didn't feel this challenge, like uh, the script for it. It Just like it. There was no lip syncing, and that really threw me. Yeah, I was just like, I don't, I don't know why they didn't just write it as like disco, the musical. Like, you like, why not just like get rid of words in the song if you don't want them lip syncing you know like could have just been disco music and it would have made yeah. more sense it was just weird i mean I, yeah i was just conf- i was confused i mean i guess i like the idea of like sometimes drag queens just dance i really love dance this week i'm like okay but like it's it was just weird it's just something it's just off like there were moments i liked but it was just like eh, i don't know i was not feeling it um in 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 the grand putting it all together i wasn't crazy about that didn't feel like the strongest mini or main challenge that we've ever had no this was definitely my least favorite in terms of the challenges so far but what i will say is i can tell that rupaul was excited because of a couple things uh Mm -hmm. number one he grew up then number two Mm -hmm. when he was in the workroom he like really enjoyed educating the girls you know because it oh you mean the question of the episode what's your favorite disco song oh Love that was my favorite moment when he went down the line with Candy, got Mick and Tina, and, and got Mick's Tina. response of, well, he's like, well, what are your favorite tracks? And got Mick was like, mm, I'm sure there's some in there, but I'm not gonna tell. I loved that. Thought that was a I'm hilarious sorry. response. Tina Turner, Tina Turner, <laughs> Tina Burner. Um, I'm surprised the first time that's happened when she said oh and i love um um i um you know i will survive by diana ross i'm like that is not a diana ross track that is like gloria gainer track and i i love that she got called out no, oh I'm, yeah I'm, I'm it, it was sorry. just so funny tina the second oldest person in the workroom you don't know that's fucking gloria gainer like also I know that nobody knew charles nelson riley which what I i'm like remember. aren't you the whole show is like what does rupaul know you know like simone is showing that if you show up and you reference rupaul or you know his references he's happy and all you really have to do is just like do a quick dive into like the history of like you know gay media and like you'll probably pretty much be good to go you'll probably might still lose a couple of things but like you'll be okay it's just like i'm like you queens disgraceful disgraceful <laughs> but like i said we either have uh queens to pull on the show who are very well established and, or we have i mean honestly they just keep getting younger don't they younger oh they're such babies well after the queens have danced their padded asses off they run head to the runway where the theme is little black dress and so let's get into this. By the runways. way, this was my like favorite runway category we've had in a long time. I was very excited for like a classic look, mm-hmm. like little black dress. It was just and so like a different like I. It's not just like sequins, you know, like uh, lame. It was like an actual like you know. Well, not to not to go ahead and spoil something for next week. Next week's runway is just beads. Stop <laughs> it! I can't even. They're uh, just running out of stuff. We're just running out of things. Okay, so okay, so first up is Tina Burner, and let me tell you, I'm gonna pause for a second. When she came out in this wet paint suit, 
I remember thinking, if that bitch has anything under that suit that is not a little black dress, I'm out. I'm out. Uh, like I'm, I'm done. I, I'm sorry. And I thought actually the joke was going to be that like she's making you think there's going to be like red and yellow, and there's not going to be there. And then she had to fucking ruin the whole thing with it. first of all that fucking wig. That wig. Oh was my god. A wreck. And this ugly dress. I'm sorry. I, this was so stupid. And I'm so fucking. I know it's a brand, and I she came with a brand. Lord knows she is shoving that brand down our throats. But this goddamn combination of colors i'm so done well this is another dress by florence d lee on the stage yet again but i don't love it i just don't love it it doesn't no, I don't. do it for me not for blame... little black dress one like, ugh, yeah, one like fuck you it's like my god but also the sad thing <laughs> is I feel like because she's doing this theme so much, I can't even like appreciate the looks. Like maybe if she hadn't done so much red, orange, and yellow, like mm-hmm. maybe this could have been like cuter to me with a different wig. Um, yeah. But like I've, we've just seen it so much. It's just like I'm done. The I'm positive done. that I am going to say about Tina Burner is this: the outfits are complete. You know, like oh, yeah, they're well made. But just, there's yeah. no half-assed outfit that she's no. worn. Unfortunately, I'm not a fan of her style. I'm not a fan of her style, and I'm I'm sick of like we. Oh my god. Oh wait, do you have a brand? Like we haven't we haven't found out yet. Do you have a brand or something? Like it's like we get it, then we get it. Next to the stage, we have Miss Candy Muse. Candy giving Muse. us her Comme de Garcon, and also is it Princess Diana? Um, the black dress is based off of uh, one that Princess Diana wore. Mm. And then the Comme de Garçon look is very reminiscent of what Aja wore for the Gaga runway. Well, I mean, it? yeah, I mean, I, it's, I liked Aja's much more. Um, I like, I don't dislike the look. I thought it was like a cute concept. I just didn't understand the, um, the paint around the face with the, with the black smeardness and everything like uh it, it just I, goes with the fact that the dress is painted on her i, I guess i think there is a way to do that but it just it just whenever they would zoom in on her face i would go oh god like i just i, don't I think, think it, though yeah. i think despite the makeup around her face mm-hmm. and on her neck all of that yeah, i yeah. actually thought her face looked pretty gorgeous looked well no pretty I, I think oh her face looked, looked like gorgeous proper. But then there, yeah. But then there'd be like black smudge around the edges. And I just, I don't think it, I don't think it elevated the look. Actually, like it distracted me from the look. I don't know. Uh, then we have got Meg coming down the runway, uh, and this when this look, first came out, it yeah. blew me away. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I mean, well, it wasn't my favorite, but in terms of like what it's representing and what it means for Got Mick as an expression of like them, like I was like, okay, I love this. And it, it's, it's, it, this is, I think, very, not to like reference another queen, but it is a very Aquaria type of runway. It's like taking. But it also the- brought to mind to me Violet Chachki. Like, sure, besides yeah, yeah, yeah. Violet and Aquaria, this is the most nude we've ever seen somebody on the runway, <laughs> would be this look right here. And very brave. It's very brave. And both of those two people are winners. No, that you're you're not wrong. You know, you're not wrong. Now, uh, something I wanted to bring up about Got Mick's outfit before we move on. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is a beautiful Got Mick has been doing beautiful photos with Magnus Hastings uh, Mm -hmm. of all their outfits that they've worn on the runway. The little black dress one. They did an outfit with all the. They did a shot with all the trans women who have come before them, who have inspired yeah. them in their career. And it's Sasha Colby, Gigi Gorgeous, Candace Kane, Carrie oh, Colby. Okay, okay. It's just like legends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, please go look at that because it's just, I mean, trans excellence and trans pride. I'm really happy to see Got Make this comfortable. Oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. The yeah. And it's like, I, you know, it's, it's an interpretation of a little black dress. It was technically a little black dress. A very, a very little, little black a dress. Very little black dress. Then we have Elliot wearing something from the mall. I wish they hadn't else. taken off the jacket. I'm going to be honest. I wish that they had just sort of like hung it over themselves because it would have made the whole outfit more interesting. 
because yeah. the second they took it off, it's just too basic. Can I also just be honest? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I've, I I keep waiting for her to not do the same damn thing. But every time she walks the, I'm not like coming for Ellie or TTS, but like I don't know. Like every time she walks the runway. Her face just looks dead to me. Like, I just don't get anything in the face. And she always walks the runway like she's, like, walking down the corridor of her house to, like, go out somewhere. Like, there's no, like, strut to it. It's just, like, I'm walking fast, and now I'm coming, walking over here. Now I'm walking over here. Um, here's the dress again. Okay, I'm going to leave now. It's just, like, it never... It never feels like a performance, especially for someone being a dancer. I'm very surprised that she doesn't have more swagger in 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 her runway. I just I don't think she serves the looks very well. This is well. something that we we brought up towards the beginning of reviewing this season yeah. and it's like what what is your drag about, Elliot? I still I'm like I don't because get Because are you a dancing queen? If you were, we would expect more presentation. Yeah, because um, most dancers are like really great on the runway because they know how to use their bodies to sell a garment. Right. And so, like, that makes me go, well, I don't think necessarily then that you're really a dancing queen, even though you dance and buck. I don't. Or it's like you can dance, but you're, you know, I don't know. It's not your identity. No. You know, or, I don't know. I'm not seeing it on the runway. Yeah. Elliot needs to ask herself, what do you do well? <laughs> what quickly. do you do successfully? <laughs> Answer quickly. <laughs> she she does. She needs to ask herself that because she's fading for me. I'm I'm, I'm not gonna lie. She's I'm just uh, she fading. Can, I I I'm I'm ready for her to go. Uh, I don't I don't wish for her. You know, elimination or whatever. But like, I'm kind of like, are we done? Like, I I think we've seen it all. I think we've seen enough here. Up next in neoprene, we have Miss Tamisha. Tamisha. Tamisha, Tamisha Iman. <laughs> I okay. I love it. Um, it it is safe. I'm I'm not gonna lie, but just like gorge. all their other looks, I'm assuming that they made it. Yeah, and it's gorge. I mean, it's simple, but it's gorge. I mean, she uh, said it herself. She said I wanted to wear a little black dress, and yeah. she did. And like, unlike. Elliot's look, which I think is also kind of like, kind of simple, kind of whatever. This feels like distinctly Tamisha. Like I very much like, oh, that's a Tamisha look. Like I, I get it. I get the whole thing. Because um, I think everything Tamisha's worn. It's also just a different style of drag. It's it's like an older style of drag that we don't see as much on the runway. But it, it's always gorgeous. Like they always, you know, look stunning. Mm-hmm. So I was into it. Me too. I've really enjoyed this runway, honestly. Yeah. So, uh, Olivia Lux yeah. coming out. AKA Beyonce in gold in gold member. Uh is, is I mean, pretty much right though. Good God almighty girl. Yeah. What'd you, what'd you she think? She looks uh, she looks like a sex kitten. Um, she she looks absolutely incredible. Uh. I did hear that this outfit isn't it wasn't completed but they Mm -hmm. finished it um this outfit they had a different sort of vision for i believe that what we're seeing on stage Mm -hmm. right now was supposed to be the structure underneath and she was going to add another layer on Mm -hmm. over top but that didn't end up happening and so they altered the outfit by embellishing it down um themselves Mm -hmm. um right before the runway and I think it looks great. I think it ends up, I don't know, it it feels it feels like we're watching her get ready. Um, I don't know, it feels like a peek behind the curtain somehow. Like it's naughty. I, I really, really love this look somehow. Yeah, I, I also agree with what they said about um, she let, I mean, the dress is still like cute. She looks great in it. I love the shoe with it. Uh, We have the little bag back. The little bag has returned. And it actually Um, worked this time. I did think it worked. And, but I think what they said about uh, she was smart to know that the hair was going to carry a lot of the look and not not obsess over like, well, but I have to add more to the dress or else it's not going to be enough. It's like, no, no, you look great. Like you look stunning. I, I love the like shimmer on the tights. Like it's, and also I think for her, um, I'm sure she knew how well she did in the challenge. And so I think sometimes when you perform so 
I think obviously the best in a challenge like that. You can sort of like not that she's coasting, but you can like rely on your star power to just like sell your garment that week. As well, I think she just had like a glow about her that we had not really seen for a couple of weeks. Like I could yeah. just see her confidence, like in the way that she presented the look. Dare we and say she was shining bright? <laughs> like a diamond <laughs> and that hair was done by dragula royalty herself miss madeline hatter and oh god mm. what a good job contact you if you need anything then we have utica queen coming out as her earrings <laughs> anyone missing an earring uh yeah the... okay i'm sorry what I'm what it. Okay. tell I, me I, I am i am leave me alone <sighs> I mean, they pretty much said it. Like, I, it's it was a week of good critiques. I gotta say, because I was kind of like agreed with almost everything they said. Is it a cool concept? Yes, I suppose. Sure, great, but it's too, it's too niche. It's too specific. It's too. If she didn't explain it to me, I would have had no idea what was going on. Like when they finally revealed, like, oh, it's her earrings. I was like. Who the fuck is gonna notice that? Like, I just, I, I thought it was, it was an idea. I think it was a case of Utica obsessed with this idea, but not thinking about how it was actually going to translate on a runway. Like, like in a photograph, I think you can sell this better. There's a way to like do that with like lighting and how you edit it, how you like light. But for a runway look, I was kind of like. Eh. In terms of her, and I've loved Utica's runways this season so far. This one was just kind of like, okay, I don't know. It was fine. See, me personally, I actually really, I loved it. Um, mm. I I understand the critique of you shouldn't have to explain the concept for us mm. to get the concept. And then if you are looking at just the dress itself, it's not that little. And <laughs> it's not stunning just the dress itself, which unfortunately was the assignment. Um, especially if you're gonna I was watching bootleg opinions. Come on, yes, I was watching bootleg opinions. Um, and Alexis Michelle is on there this week with you. Mm. And what they said was for this look to have worked, what would have worked better is if when she walked down the runway, she came out not wearing the earrings, but then when she gets down to the center, she could have made a show of taking out the earring and putting it in like you a know, clip on uh, or something yeah present it to us if it's not obvious and you're going <sighs> for it then you have to make it part of the presentation you know or the earrings um, need to be bigger they need to be bigger yeah like that's the thing they, they weren't big enough like i mean i know they were pretty big but like for, <laughs> I, I, I was michelle like when when she described it i was like oh it's your earrings oh that's cute I wouldn't mm -hmm. have known that, but like, cute. This is that. It was kind of like, I think it's cute once I knew the concept. I was like, oh, that's quirky. That's weird. But it's it um, what kept me from like loving it was just, yeah, the fact that it had to be explained a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to be ultimately the downfall of Utica. If Let's she doesn't stop Let's overthinking it. Hopefully this week. Yeah, we'll um, help with that. Then we have Denali to the stage uh, looking like she's standing in for kiss of the spider woman on broadway <laughs> right i love what do you this. think loved this i was this might have been one of my favorites me too when she took off that when she takes off the hat and then the eyes huh. are on the forehead the prosthetics and the way it's all blended and the in the contacts i was just like wow and i gotta say i like i said i've been kind of like um hit or miss with with her runways but i thought this was great yeah what a concept um i i really really enjoyed it Mm -hmm. One of my favorite looks of the night. Uh, and then right after we have Rose. Uh, uh, Do you want to start? I'll start. I don't know <laughs> why. Look at that makeup right there. Girl, I'm that not even not look, look good. I'm not even looking at the makeup. Um <laughs> look at the makeup. No, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, sure. Of course. Yeah, look at the makeup. Um, but I don't understand why rose brought so many looks with this like tool trim as like part of the like, i mean this is like the third look that she's done that's had this like similar concept 
And I think it just makes her look like a, and I guess maybe this was the idea, like, see, it's a little black dress, but it's highlighted by this tool. It just looks like a block of fabric on her. It just, like, it looks like nothing. It just, it's not flat. She looks like the wardrobe from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, my God. <laughs> my God. <laughs> like, my God. Um, Look at her. I, I can't. I, I can't. I don't, I don't like I'm it. I'm so sorry. I, I really her. enjoyed Rosé's performance this week. Oh, I think this um, is what kept her from being in the top. Gotta be honest with you. Also, why the gray wig? Why would you have matched the gray wig to the tool, <sighs> making yourself look old? I just I, no, can't. Just, oh, I, I, yeah. Just, uh, no. No. Uh, oh, uh, my God. Okay. Putting little and little black dress. <laughs> I loved Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, is this the most fashion? Maybe not. But La La Ree in her, her little black dress. I thought this was so like, um, no, I kind of loved it. I love how slutty it is. And I know yeah. it's short. It's very short. But I love that she was like, oh, y'all want a little black dress? I'll show you a little black dress. And it'll get littler the more I walk. <laughs> um, I The only part of it that I do not like mm-hmm. is the shoulder pads look chunky. Oh, and, and either for me the shoulder pads either needed to be like a little more structured oh, a little more saying. out okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. as opposed to that literally just looks like some foam kind <laughs> of haphazardly put there it's not a shape it's not i don't know it's not making her thinner i love how me. you're looking at her shoulders uh i was looking at those legs uh i mean I everybody the, was guess i just didn't ask the shoulders I just love the way she sold it. It just like, just I don't know. I love the sluttiness of it. I was into it. <laughs> it it's pretty good. It's, it's nothing to boot pretty here. Good. I'm not saying it's like great. And then we have Simone in. Oh wow! Come on, I can't. I where to even start with this? This look is like. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. And then, like, she had that video where she um, went to a, a hair shop in, in the look. And when you can see this look in the light of day, it's even more impressive when you can mm-hmm. see all the detail work on, like, the top and the bottom with the skirt. Because I already loved it. And then when I saw, yeah, her, you can go to her Instagram and find it. Um, it's, 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 it's amazing. I love it. I don't I know the- what she puts on her skin to make it look like that, but oh my God. She just, she, the reason I think she's going to win is because even this week where she was like not the star of the challenge, she still managed to have like a star moment, which was her runway. Like she always walks down the runway. Like she's and like. And this, this wig, this is the second time that we've seen a queen on the series. Um, reference this music video this is from the music video back to my roots by rupaul mm. uh and a this really is good exact, track by the way a really good track i love that style uh, that, she used to do in the early 90s yeah it's, it's really great actually you should listen to it peeps the one other time that we've seen a queen wear a look from that music video and it was uh chad michaels in the um yes chad michaels in oh. the Oh my God, what was it? The presidential campaign where she came out with those buns on the hair? That's uh, also from this music video and that's a uh, direct yeah. RuPaul look. I like it a little more from Simone. Gonna be honest. Well, uh, me too, but looking back on it, that's some balls on Chad Michaels, you know? Like, yes. really, really a legendary queen. And I think Simone is cementing herself right up there with this. Uh, Gigi Good. Uh, again, crafts another beautiful wig that Simone is rocking. Oh, did she? Did um, she make the wig? Yes, oh, and wow. she also made the that. one for the the promo. Well, I knew that. I knew that, but I didn't know she made that. One. But yes, wow. this is also a Gigi Good original. Wow. Gigi's really good at a wig. Yeah, she, she's she's doing her her sister proud. But yeah, she's she's just killing it. I I I still think she's like the one to beat because she's. I do too. Because even this week, it wasn't her maybe her best week, but it wasn't like embarrassing or anything. Like she she still like performed well in the challenge and mm-hmm. had her star moment. So I don't know. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. So what was your favorite um, look of the runway? My favorite look of the runway. Um, I'm going to say Olivia Lux and mm-hmm. Simone mm-hmm. is a very close second. Mm-hmm. 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 
Yeah, I'm just tricky. obsessed with the hair. I don't think oh. Olivia's ever looked better. Like, oh, oh, she definitely has it. Oof. Definitely has it. I didn't um, think she had that sex power in her like that. And just ooh. confidence. She just had confidence. You could tell she knew she did well. Like she knew that she was just like flying high. And, and she she knew she looked good. She knew she had danced her ass off. She did a good job and she looked good on the runway. So she, you know, I think she kind of we- probably knew that she had a good chance at winning. Like I think she she knew she did well. Um mine it's a toss-up between Denali and Simone. Um, I'm only going to give it to Simone because, not because I'm obsessed with Simone, but also because I I already liked it a lot. But then when I saw, yeah, the video where I saw it in broad daylight and saw all the detail of it, I was like, that's insane. So I, I do give it to Simone. Mm-hmm. So ultimately... After the judging, Olivia Lux is announced as the winner, and Candy Muse is placed in the bottom two with Tamisha Iman. They lip sync for their lives the song Hit Me Up, oh, Hit Me Up style, uh, which is one of, it's a great song. It's a really good lip sync song. Um, now, what were your thoughts on the the uh, the rankings? Oh, and even, oh, by the way, yeah, the ones who were safe, Denali, Gottmik, Lalari, Rose, and Simone. And the top was Elliot with two T's, Olivia Lux, and Tina Burner. In the bottom, Candy moves Tamisha Mon, and Utica was the other one in the bottom. But it was ultimately Tamisha and Candy. Do you agree with these rankings? Um, I, I think thoughts. that Tamisha could have been replaced by Elliot. I have, well, oh, oh, okay. I see. I didn't think Elliot deserved to be in the bottom, but I definitely didn't think that Tamisha deserved to be in the bottom. If I was going to put someone else in the bottom, honestly, can I say I don't understand this? Um, I know they were trying to make us look like, look, Tina did so well in the challenge, but I just, I thought she looked kind of like awkward. Like I don't know. I mean, I I guess out of her group, she did the best. Um, but honestly, I would say if I was making these rankings, I would even replace Tamisha with maybe got Mick, but I know it doesn't match their narrative. Um, but then I would have had Utica, and I think Utica and Candy were the two that should have been lip syncing. That, that's kind of where I was at. I can see that. And I would yeah. have replaced Elliot in the top with like La La Ray, actually, or Rose, or Rose. Um, I just, Rose's runway was so bad for me. Oh no, it was really bad. It was, it was that, bad. I, that I can't put her in the top. Um, what do you think of the slip sync? Um, I wish that they'd done a disco song. <laughs> like, that's my complete honest opinion. Mm-hmm. I love this song, but no. oh I was like, what are we doing doing this song right now? No, <laughs> like, I see, I think for once I thought they gave a song that set up both queens to shine. Like, I do think that they set up both of them for a potential win. Because mm-hmm. I see, I even think it was a very close lip sync. Like, I thought they I both too. did very well. You know, a lot of that emotion that Candy was putting into it, mm-hmm. uh, me thinks they were trying real hard because maybe some of the lyrics were a little muddy. There was oh. plenty of times where we did not see Candy's lips. Oh, I didn't notice that because she worked real hard for you not to notice that i thought she i did think she did a really good job though like uh because um i thought that she i think what sent her over the edge was just like how much i mean i know it's like oh i guess was she hiding not knowing no uh not notes (laughs) notes uh words i thought she she served the emotion of it well on her face i i I thought that like the emotion of the song i was i was into it I was not into Tamisha going home. I thought it was just, I thought it was a weird ending. I thought it was a weird ending to the week. <laughs> oh, for sure. I definitely think it was another thing of like, um, I, I thought about this because uh, obviously production, and I'm not, I'm not saying RuPaul knew this, but obviously production knew that Tamisha had like an ostomy bag and, you know, all of this. And I wonder if maybe they decided to send her home because they didn't want to keep her around as a liability type thing and seeing that she was like, I almost wonder if they wanted to send her home and let her rest. And first of all, she, uh, you know, literally is like, I'll be back for all stars. Like, 
Um, I wonder if they just want to send her home to like not further potentially embarrass her by like not being like she wasn't able to show herself at her full abilities because she wasn't even at her full abilities yet and i mean rupaul said a thing about you know she's still getting her sea legs back and i wonder if she almost sent her home as almost respect where it's like it's not fair that you're representing yourself even though it's like fuck you like she's working so hard like you're gonna send her home maybe it was like you know let's send you home rest up we love you you well, will absolutely be invited she, back she said you know. some of the things that were absolutely amazing like she said something along the lines of like drag race was like another stop in her legacy mm-hmm. you know and she's like and all of this has been my legacy her whole yeah. 30 plus year career led her to drag race today yeah. and she was happy with all of oh, it oh yeah you know so just drag race we don't deserve tamisha iman but like we got her anyways that's how i feel and i uh i was ups not obsessed because it was like a lot of emotion but the the moment where tamisha's leaving the runway and candy and her like hug and the candy was breaking down oh candy you could tell just uh was really yeah heartbroken that, yeah that happened and I, I thought that showed a lot of respect for tamisha yes and i i, yes. I really liked i love to see it and they and they made up an untucked they talked about how like you know they just had a fight they, they said what they said but yeah, even how don't... beautiful was it i think the last thing tamisha said to her was like you know you keep on going i'll see you on the road yeah. <laughs> like oh Oh, a queen and who's her never, like, never going to stop. Yeah, and her like, I don't want anyone to feel sorry for me. Like, you know, I'm still Tamisha Amon. Like, it, yeah. It was unfortunate that we didn't get more time with her. But I, I also feel like it's almost, I like that she'll be able to go home, like, f- keep recovering, keep getting stronger. And by the time they call her for an all-star season, I think she'll be one to, like, beat. Like, I think it'll be like a almost like a yeah this is like over but like almost like a shea Coulee thing where it's like ooh, who who wants to be the person that like beats tamisha Amon? um mm-hmm. so i think it'll she she made an impact like she, she may be the third out but i would say out of like queens that go out third she like really put her stamp on this season yeah 100 percent. she, like, she i provided... think her presence will be missed oh god it the show is gonna be totally different it's about i think it's about to get rowdy up in there because now mama's left and the kids are alone in the house and so yeah it's it's gonna be interesting well looking forward to the future we learned that next week that's going to be a test of the queen's improv comedy skills Mm -hmm. in a reboot of the bossy rossi segment which was first seen in season 10 deal with it thoughts on how the queens will do um who do you think's gonna do well in the improv challenge who do you think's not gonna do well in the improv challenge which one do you want first (laughs) well i i'm gonna go with um tina burner has gotta do well if she Mm -hmm. doesn't do well oh then mama when are you gonna shine okay mama that's 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 where i'm coming from Mm -hmm. um besides that I keep waiting. I actually really expected this week for Rosé to deliver. So I would really like to see Rosé stand out mm-hmm. next week. Um, and I think she could. So yeah, I'm going to say Tina and Rosé are my predicted winners for next week. And then bottom, uh, I haven't seen it from Got Mick. I just haven't. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to see something. And I think that Utica could <clears throat> maybe trip up on overthinking things. Mm. Yeah, my uh, my predicted tops would be like my top three, like uh, in the top uh, would be Rose, Tina Burner, and Olivia. I think those mm. are the three I can see doing really well. The ones mm, I can Simone see did pretty well in their last acting challenge. Oh sure, I just I don't uh, know. I, oh, I could Simone also yes. I I just uh, Olivia being like an actress and stuff. I I think that she could do really well. My bottoms, I'm actually, my bottoms are going to be Elliot with two T's, who I could see doing really poorly. And I also, 
I mean, hopefully she'll surprise me because I also could see her doing really well, but I could see La La Re also not doing well. It just depends on like, it depends on if she just commits to the character and doesn't overthink it because I could see her being like, this is not my thing. I'm not, because she was, I remember she said, oh, I'm not an actress. I'm not a whatever. Hopefully she just like, let's go and has fun. But I could see those two in the bottom. And if that's the case, I maybe it's the week that Elliot goes home. And honestly, I think that might be for the best for everyone, not to be uh, too <laughs> negative. Um, now, before we say goodbye this week, uh, we wanted to introduce a new closing segment to the show, one that we hope will add a touch of positivity to this drag race fandom that sometimes leans on the negative. Every uh-huh. week, we'll highlight someone from the episode as Queen of the Week. This could be the queen that won the challenge or just someone that we want to lift up and celebrate. So Aaron, who would you say was your queen of the week? Easy. Easy. It's Tamisha Iman. Uh, Yeah, hands down. She's my queen of the week. Uh, She stole my heart. Um, Ultimate respect for that queen. What Mm -hmm. a real entertainer. I love her everything. Yeah. Love her. And I can't wait to get my hands on that merch. <laughs> on, the, on them shoes. I'm getting them shoes, honey. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be a little boring this week. And even though, of course, Tamisha, tip of the hat, we love Tamisha, I do just want to highlight Olivia Lux because it felt like yeah. a real like Olivia Lux coming into her power. Moment. That was my it was, second. It was really lovely to see. And as I said, um, I keep just replaying that her just dancing in that challenge, just like whipping her like throw around. It's been living in my in my brain rent free, as the children say, uh, ever <laughs> since. So I'm gonna give it to Olivia Lux. But of course, to me, Shaman, we love you. Uh, you'll be back. She'll be back. Like she'll the phoenix, back. she'll rise again. There's no way they will not ask her back for. And it sounds like if they call her for All Star, she'll be like, okay, sounds good. When do I when do I go? When do I go? She sounds. Ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. Well, uh, Aaron, would you like to let all of our listeners know where they can find you on social media? For sure. On Insta, on Twitter, I'm at A-Hole Human. Um, You can follow me along at those platforms. I'm also on Clubhouse now as well, also at A-Hole Human. So get on there if you haven't. What a fun place to network. (laughs) And then you can support my other podcast at uh, patreon.com backslash i to i podcast that's e-y-e number two letter i podcast Mm-mm-mm. and you can follow me at zachary with no h on instagram twitter and also clubhouse but i don't understand clubhouse yet so i haven't used it much but maybe i'll see some people on there uh i literally course- was talking with adore delano uh chris crocker and um who was it? There was another queen, and I can't remember. Like, I was talking with all of them last night. Oh, Daniel Francesi was there. Where is he? <gasps> get out. Oh, my God. I would love to have him on the show. If we could get him for the show, I would live. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Um, I mean, I'll try, Mama. <laughs> girl. Uh, and you can support the show at patreon.com forward slash two gays watch. That's patreon.com forward slash the number two gays watch. <laughs> And um, soon, if you head to our YouTube channel, we're going to have new shortened versions of the episodes, just uh, kind of plowing through things, but it's going to be lots, lots of little fun. Uh, it should be coming in the next week. I've been, I've been cranking away with uh, all that damn video editing, but it's, it's, it's almost ready. So yeah. Well, what a fun episode. Uh, can't wait to see their improv chops next week. Um, Bossy Rossi. I love Ross, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll We'll see see what happens. We'll see. Yes, and. (laughs) Yes, and. (laughs) 